Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. Any money. Gentlemen, what's up? You know what? Good evening. Good evening. evening. Tonight is the first night we're going to start talking about the 2007 Philadelphia Eagles. Are you prepared for that? Yepper. Yes, it's exciting. And uh, we're going to get to that a little bit later, but first I want to start with the Philadelphia Phillies. And just really quick, fellas, by the time we meet next week, we will have passed the July 31st trade deadline. Yes. So, predictions. Dave, start us off. I'm still saying Rowan's gone. They're going to trade him. Probably going to be, I still think, Jose Contreras. It just seems like the obvious fit. There could be some other pitchers out there. Uh, Cordero down in Washington, the closer, if they want to bring in bullpen help. But then I think that's when they're going to have to bring uh, Myers back to the starting rotation. But let's wait and see. Hopefully, if they don't trade a Rowan, they sign him. And if, they, if they're not going to sign him, then trade him. Let Michael Bourne finish out the year. Well, they're not going to sign him this year. They've already been on record saying we're not going to renegotiate any deal. We're not going to negotiate any deal for next year or the coming years until after the season for Aaron Rowan. Right, but he's a free agent at the end of the year. Correct, correct. And that's when he could say, okay, well, instead of me just waiting to see what you're going to give me, let me see what everyone else is going to give me. Oh, sure. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. But you really think they're going to move him and his bat and his defense and his clubhouse persona? If they're just going to lose him at the end of the year and they're going to end up in third place. But then it it is the trade that the really only trade that's feasible that would work for someone to get rid of. It, you it would to, be, he's the only selling guy on the selling block. I, I totally agree. But I don't But I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think there's going to be any moves at all. But you have to get somebody who is value in return. You either have to get a starting person in your front nine or front eight, or you have to get a picture that, you have to get a picture that will be effective, quite effective, and has a rep. If somebody's on a 25-man roster, do you think that's really going to happen? Because from what I understand... People are asking for a whole lot, not necessarily giving anything up. That could just be right now. But you could be in one week. Yeah, things could happen in t- towards the deadline. But if you give away Rowan, you're going to have to get a, a pitcher that will be here next year, right? That's you're not just going to give. Right. You're not going to trade him a guy that brings you that kind of bat and that kind of intensity if you're for somebody else who's going to be here for two more months. Right. If you're going to lose another person for two months, yeah, why bring him right. in? Right. So I don't know how many of those pitchers are out there, but we'll see. Um, so you're on record saying that they will trade Aaron Rowan. Imani, what do you think? I don't think they're going to make any moves. I don't think they have anybody to make moves. I think they, they want to keep Rowan. I, I, I think so, too. I don't think that he's going anywhere next year. They're going to sign him for a contract at the end of the year. Um, I, as well, I really think they should. I mean, he, he's he's absolutely unbelievable right now. Um, he's been great all season. He's, he's someone that I think you really want to keep in the squad if you want to make a second-half push. But... Um, Pitching is a problem, and if they're going to go for pitching, then he's the only one, like I said earlier, on the on the block to sell. Anybody can get him because of because of his contract status. Word, word up. I don't think they're going to make a move either. I think that they're going to bank on Brett Myers coming back, and, and I don't think he's going to the starting five. So we'll see. But I don't think they're going to make a move, or, and I really don't think they're going to make anything huge. I don't think there's going to be any big moves for the whole year. I don't think Riffy's going. I don't think Teixeira's going. I don't think Teixeira the same is going to the Braves. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, if anybody can pull that trade off, it's John Shearholtz. He said, yeah, they're giving up two top prospects. Man, I don't know about. Do um, they really? The Braves really need offense, though. Well, because um, Andrew Jones is a free agent at the end of the year, right? So, and Teixeira has a contract for the next two or three years. Okay, so, so they're just 
banking that, putting more. Yeah. Robin Peter to pay Paul. Right. That money's just going to go to to share. Jones will be gone. Gotcha. So that could be a possibility. It very much could be a possibility. But do you think if the Phillies don't make a move, they're done? They're not playoff bound? We, Evan and I have said they're not playoff bound. But, Dave, you think they're still going to make the playoffs? Yeah, if they keep rowing, like you say, you know what? Bringing in Brett Myers. Hey, if you get that kind of closer or relief man, whatever they're going to keep him as, I'm assuming it's going to be the closer role. That's not. A, that's like a trade right there. You're bringing in Brett Myers. That's a good move. Cool. But they definitely need some pitching. You can't feel comfortable going in with Kendrick. I mean, even though he's winning games and Durbin. Durbin, yeah. Right on. I agree with you there. Definitely not. You can't have Durbin as your uh, fish starter. It's just not going to happen. But the Phillies are on a roll. They yeah. are good baseball right now. Good they've baseball. won four in a row. They're looking for five tonight against Washington. They're up 4-2 with Ryan Madsen on the hill. We had to push pause on the games because we wanted to get started on the podcast. But we're looking to come back. It's I, like not, I like not knowing the outcome. It's Christmas in July down at the stadium, <laughs> so we're going to really see what kind of present Ryan Madsen's going to leave us. Or maybe it could be a big steaming pile of dump. Hopefully it's not the, yeah. the, the steamy pile. But that, that would be great. Now, baby. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not. All right, so Phillies, man. But now we're into what this town calls Eagle season. The Eagles signed Kevin Cobb today. Yes. For $2.7 million guaranteed. I don't know how much the entire um, body of the contract was, right. but I do know that he gets two point seven guaranteed. Gentlemen. It was like about like 10 hours ago, too. But we, you know, Yeah, exactly. But you know what's interesting about this is that when I was listening to him and I heard they sign him, First thing I said is, who cares? And then they had an interview with him that said, <laughs> an interview with him, and he said, I really don't want to miss training camp because Project Bunkley missed training camp, and he cited that as one of the reasons why he stunk on oh, hot turd ice last year. And McDougal three years before yeah, or whatever. So the, well, he got shot. Time. Well, no, he, he, he got missed shot the year, and the following year he got shot. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh. But so, yeah, and then, Andy, and then in the middle He's of the saying season. saying that's funny. In the middle of the season, um, the reporters inevitably ask Andy Reid why your his first round pick isn't doing very well or is getting run over, and he always first thing out of his mouth, well, he missed a significant time in camp. Right. So Kevin Cobb signs because he didn't want to miss time in camp. But I said, who cares? Because he's not a starting right. player. Let me see. How do I hold this book, guys? How, yeah, how many times? How many first round NFL picks are going to be on the field for teams this year? But seriously, eighty percent plus. What first round picks? First round NFL picks that will be playing starting for their teams this year. Starting's going to be tough because not a lot of them are signed yet. Okay, well, what I'm what I'm yeah. trying to say is there and there was a lot of quarterbacks. They're too. slated to be starters if they have, if they were signed right. in the camp. Okay, but we definitely have somebody who's not going to start. It's not even close. The Eagles have somebody who's not slated to start this year, not and all. maybe not even next year. He's probably going to be the third quarterback, probably. Right. That's so a- what's the well, what a great I guess, pick that was. I guess it's a big deal to get him in camp because then he starts learning that much faster. In two years, he'll be ready. In two years, he'll be mm-hmm. ready? That's great. It's exciting. You never know, though. You could see him in week 10. So, you know, the sooner the better. Wait a second. If, if he's the third quarterback, why would we see him in week 10? Well, McNabb's got a bum knee. You won't see him the whole year. And then you got, what, Kelly Holcomb, right? Well, Holcomb, they're talking about trading. Yeah, okay, so they're, they're going to get rid of Holcomb. And then, Later, uh, dude. You got the dude. You got Feely. You got A.J. Feely. He's your second. So he's your second. Okay. He's clipboard man. What does Cobb do? If I mean, a couple like, years ago, oh, what happened to our quarterback roster? status? We were we were running the third guy. I mean, it happens. It can happen. You want to get that guy in there as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm not denying it can happen, but 
But the Eagles been proven that yeah, the last been, couple of years. But if he does start, then you know the season's over anyway. So why put him in there to get him risk getting him hurt? Because that's all you. That's <laughs> all you have. No, Billy you, bullshit. You go get yourself a Jim O'Brien or something, man, and, and then you. No, they you work will put from there. Him, they they will put him in there. Tessa Verde's got to be free. <laughs> He's only fifty. We can bring him in. <laughs> They're going to go through quarterbacks, I guess, this year. <laughs> Let's hope not. I mean, it, they, from what I understand, McNabb is going to play two of the preseason games. He's not going to play the first. He's going to play the second and third, and nobody plays the fourth. I don't know, guys. I'm, at what nobody point, knows. It's going to, the future's going to tell. At what point do you say the time is for a new quarterback? Is it now? I think it was already said in the draft. It's two years from now, three years from no, now. No, wait a second. Evan, I'm asking you for a time. It wasn't said in the draft because he's not going to start. You're telling me three years from now. What time is it? Is it now or three years from now? You got a, a quarterback who's 31 who just had knee restrictive knee surgery. Okay, you don't know how many many games that gentleman has because the first season, the first game of the season, he could be out for the rest of the season. I'm okay. not disagreeing with that. Okay, so maybe it is this year. Maybe it's two years from now. They're still banking on McNabb to come back. Uh, you know, like wildfire. The odds are against you when you have a surgery like that and you have a mobile quarter, quarterback like Donovan McNabb. It's black and white right there. I'm not confident in our quarterback situation this year at all. That's the most important problem I think this team has is a quarterback. Well, and Andy Reid thinks so too because he just he that, he was what, what, he that, just was drafted that, one in the second that? round. He I drafted mean, one in the second round that was supposed to go in the sixth. Um, gave him two point seven million and said, "Here, don't even bother holding this clipboard. Watch how AJ Feely does it, and then you do it. <laughs> Get a nice new era cap." I mean, they're the ones making the decisions, and they're the ones. You know, we always love Andy Reid. You know, maybe he's thinking like we're thinking. We'll what are you? What am I thinking? I'm certainly not thinking that Kevin Cobb is is the answer for this season, Evan. You you're looking at the yeah, you have the roster. I'm not saying Kevin hand. Cobb is the answer for the season. season. I didn't say that at all. Two thousand nine. I'm thinking about this year, fellas. What point are we right. talking about 2009? Okay. What the fuck? We just you asked the question. When you, I didn't you ask the question. When you oh, okay. have the quarterback. You're, you're insulting expect- me by telling me that you're not expecting the quarterback to start right away. I'm not saying that you're expecting the quarterback to start this year, but you're mm-hmm. drafting a quarterback when you don't necessarily need one, and we've had this conversation before. Right, but that's what we're saying. You, you're drafting this quarterback for two years from now, three years from now. Okay. I so the answer was a great pick. So the answer... The time is not now. You have a team that is still considered the best in the NFC East. By whom? By all the papers, all the predictions. They're still saying they're going to be the top team. Evan, you agree with that? I think they have definitely have to, if McNabb can stay healthy and, and put the numbers up he put up first half of last year. I think so. Totally. There is some. Uh, there, we have to talk about defense. Uh, they made a lot of different moves on the defense, which is a, all positive moves. But there are still some holes with that. Um, stopping the run is one major factor I haven't been able to do for three years. Well, defensively, they removed a lot of players, but they didn't necessarily fill those holes. Exactly. I think they're, they're banking on some of their past picks, like, like, um, Bunkley, you know, coming up. Hopefully. Javon Curse getting healthy. I mean, that, I can't. Curse is never going to stay healthy. I mean, he's not going to have a double digit sack season ever. Well, yeah, I hope, you, hopefully he will. Again. Double games would be awesome. Double games double would be nice. Games. Six, I'd eight, like, yeah. You mean double games that he will actually play two in a row? I mean, no, I mean double-digit games where yeah, he plays at least ten. Oh, exactly. gotcha. I mean, these are all things that I guess they're banking on because that this is they haven't pulled anybody. And I know the season's not, you know, going off right tomorrow, but, right. you know, we're just going to have to see with that because defensive was the major, major, major problem. I agree. I agree. So. I totally agree. 
So you speaking that of that, Ev, let's do your thing, Ev. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we segue. It was a two-minute segue. You didn't even turn around and grab it. <laughs> yeah, well, I forgot all about it. All right, Evan, you you have <laughs> you have last year's roster and who was removed, and then you have this year's tentative roster. Let's break it down. Okay, and um, you know, and I want to bounce it with you guys because I want I put, want your input real quick. Can we put a note, like a little asterisk? Like the only time someone brings paper to this is Evan. Yes, <laughs> like he's he brings like some what, kind of note. What's very it. very interesting. Is that there's actual homework being done? It's, you mm-hmm. see that it's highlighted and everything. Dave and is I that might good. Or Dave and I might yeah. grab the Sports Illustrated like on our way out the door. That's about it. Well, when they, when it's, when we're talking about the Eagles, you know, I get very serious. Yeah, any kind of football. Um, okay, the the people, the 2006 players roster. I'm just going to go with the defensive guys. We're not going to talk about Garcia or Stallworth because they're gone. I mean, if you want to talk long ball guys all day, we can do that. We got major problems there, but I'm just going to focus on the defense. Thank you. People that have left us, Dexter Wynn, safety, Michael Lewis, gone. Uh, re, um, uh, let's see what else. I'm going to flip my page here. Jones. Well, I know, but I wanted to get to him because I want to have a nice little clap thing. Okay. But, yeah, he is on the next base. Dehani Jones, Sean Barber, uh, Jason Short, they're gone. That's three linebackers gone. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, but there's still, I mean, Dehani Jones had to go. Barber had to go. Sam Rayburn's gone. Darren Walker's gone. That's two tackles. Gone. Darren Walker could play, too. To fill these spots, we have Takeo Spikes. Here, here. He's filling all six of them. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Dude, he he might have to. He's going to be the strong side. Well, he's going to be the strong side linebacker, right? Is he going to be strong side or is he going to be middle? Oh, I guess he'll be middle because he's been middle. Yeah. And then you see, but Trotter, can he, he can't be strong side anymore. I don't think Trotter can do it. Trotter's not an every down guy this year. Right, well, that's what they're saying, just first and de- second, I think. Yep. So that's 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 a problem. Right. That's a problem. Okay, What we have end problems. We have end problems. We yes. have Javon Curse, which is coming back. He's going to come back hell-bent, crazy, you know, the freak. <laughs> i tell you what, though. He is really, he is biting at the bit to get in there. But he, they still have what's called Cole, Trent Cole. Trent Cole, yeah, okay. And they still have Howard. Yep, they have Howard. I mean, that's not three-bed ends right there. Not at all. So, I mean, these are these are... These are the, what we have. This is what they have going on. And we also have some rookies. And we have some second-year players right. that are oh. going to be coming in here. Uh, exactly. You're you depending got, on these guys? I mean, you're losing. I'm, I think the team is. I think the Jim Johnson is. I, 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 that's all. You, depend on you have to depend on the um, Broderick Bunkley. You have to because he's coming back. He's not missing training this year. So there's going to be no excuse. Right. Well, it doesn't necessarily give him an yeah, He doesn't have an excuse that he clearly missed training camp. He'll have plenty of other excuses, I'm sure. The safety core looks good. The, the stopping the rush is, is one of the main problems of the Philadelphia Eagles. Who's, so. on, who's, who's slated to, to stop the run this year? Um, Brian Dawkins. <laughs> Seven <laughs> yards back at the line. I can't begin to tell you how unfunny that is. Well, come on, that's not funny? That's like one of your regular jokes, Ev. You wanted him fired two years ago. So <laughs> if he's playing in the center, if he's playing middle linebacker, he's going to take up some of those. Bunkley. Who else do they have starting at defensive tackle this coming year? I hear crickets money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, starting tackles, tackles, which is, you know, always up for grabs. You got um, – Or the four that they might be rotating in there. Oh, man. This is, this is scary, though. This scares me. Well, you got Mike Patterson. Woo! Oh, he's – Yes! Like I like him. Um, Jordan McDougal. Okay. <laughs> All right, see, now that's another problem. I know he's an end, but – Right. Hey, Ed, while you're reaching over there, can you grab me one of those straws? 
These are all first round draft picks too. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if they put Kevin Cobb in there. <laughs> <laughs> they might need That's him. That's not funny, Derek. <laughs> Guys, you're you're really. I can't believe you can say that you're smiling at this. This is tough decisions we're talking about. Oh. Trent Cole. I like Trent Cole. Darren Howard. These are but the ends. These fat banana hammocks get so tired and so injured during the course of a season. Who do you have on on the depth chart? Well, depth chart, I, you know that we don't know yet. I know, man, but you know this is this team has got to come together. You just can't put, you can't just Lawan Ramsey. You can't just put Diamond. Is he McDon- still playing? Yeah, you can't. For just now, put, we don't know. That's for somebody that thought they got traded or something. No, nah, he's still around. You can't just put a healthy Donovan McNabb and Kevin Cooney, whatever his name is, the new wide <laughs> receiver. Who's the new wide receiver? Kevin Curtis. Yes. You can't put Kevin Curtis and Donovan McNabb in there and say think you got a Super Bowl championship. Do you have a Super Bowl championship? Are you out of your Probably mind? Probably not. All right, cool. Then then we're just going to watch it. To It's like playing Thumper. Why do we play Thumper? <laughs> to get fucked up. And that's the reason why we do it this year. But, like we've seen, once those playoffs start, it doesn't matter. Anything could happen. Oh, I agree 100%. If you get in the playoffs, you know. All you have to do is win one game. Go the next week, win one game. You don't have to worry about, hey, what is Indianapolis? What is New England doing over there? Right. You're not going to see them in the playoffs until you get to the Super Bowl. I agree. All right. And that's, like I said, the NFC East, you might not think they're the top team, but if you think Washington. I think they're okay. the bottom team. Washington's the bottom team. I, I like I like Dallas this year big time. I like Dallas and the Giants. I mean, I know they're you always You don't like there. Dallas, but you, you, think, you think they're, they're going to. I think they're going to do very well in the NFC East. I think Dallas is going to pull away big time very quickly out the door. Now, you're shaking your head, Dave. What do you think? I mean, I think nothing is guaranteed in the NFL by any stretch of the imagination. And you say pull away quickly in this division? Not thinking it of. Sorry. I'm gonna okay, have who, do you, who do you like? I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you. Who are you saying then? If I had to say, if I had to pick a team to think is going to win this division, I would say Dallas. But I don't think they're going to run away with anything. But you just shook your head like this. You said pull away quickly. I mean, do you not listen to yourself? Yeah, I think they're going to win a lot of games this year. I think they're going to go like 13 and 3. Are you serious? Yeah, I think they're going to, I think they're going to be very, very good this year. Gonna, Dallas is going to win 13 games this year. I think they're going to win 12, 13 games, yeah. Wow. Wow. They're, the whole, the whole NF, uh, NFC East is playing, their schedules, they're playing what, the, uh, AFC East this year? But I, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. I want the Eagles to win 13 games. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm the biggest Eagles fan you're ever going to meet, people. I don't see how the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. I don't know. I, I, I think they got their, their stuff together. They made some, Everybody's on the McNabb bandwagon, and that's good. I, I want right. to be on it, but I want him to prove to me that he I should be on it. I don't know what he's going to be like on the field. Is he going to be scared? That he's going to run out of bounds? And I mean, all he did was run out of bounds and hurt his knee. I can't. I, I don't know what's going to happen. You cannot. You do not know what his mental state is going to be when he goes out on that field. You guys are right. They play the AFC East this year: Jets, Miami, New England. That's a tough game. Buffalo, oh, yeah. Buffalo on New Year's Eve. Eve. I tell you what, New England. Unbelievable. No, I'm predicting about that game. It's gonna be fucking cold. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Them having snow on no New Year's Eve, dude. No doubt. Let's run through the regular season um, schedule, fellas, real quick. Yeah. Open up at Green Bay. Just to let you know, you guys, know what we're in for this year. September 9th at the Packers. Open the season. Come back home. Redskins, Lions, and then the Lions. Then at the Giants to close out September. Then they have a bye. Then they're at the Jets. Two games in the Meadowlands. Back to back. Yeah, I knew about that. They always win after their bye, so they're going to lose that Giants game. <laughs> I thought we weren't doing any winner losses. Bears, co- Bears coming in at Vikings. 
Cowboys coming in at Redskins. Dolphins coming in at Patriots. Seahawks coming in. Giants coming in at Cowboys, at Saints, and then the Bills at home. It's a tough, tough. Oh, the Bills year. at home. Yeah. It's tough. Okay. It's still going to be cold. I'm going to take away that prediction of snow. All right. Just buy some freezing sleep. But think about it, man. I mean, you have to have a pretty good team to go up against those other squads. Do you have a pretty good team? I think we have a, I pretty, think good we have a pretty good team. Super Bowl contender? No, it's not the Colts. It's not the Patriots. Do you have a division contender? I definitely think so. So if if Dallas is going to go thirteen and three, oh, where the Eagles going to go? That. I don't think. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying you said it. Right. Yeah, I did. I think they're going to win twelve or thirteen. Do you games. think the Eagles can win this division? I think they can win this division if McNabb stays healthy. I think McNabb is the X factor, and that's a huge factor. And that means the Eagles will win, have to win twelve or thirteen games. Yeah, I think. I think. It make, I don't think McNabb's going to go all year. I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I don't think McNabb. You're not going to see McNabb in Week Ten. I don't think. I, I want to be wrong. I understand. I understand. I want you to be wrong too. So do I. Big time. Um. Oh, Ev, but you brought the roster. Tell us how you feel, bro. About the roster? Or? About the roster, guys. I want to know what you feel about the roster. Seriously, like, think about it. We're going into training camp. Don't you always have a feel before training camp? This year you don't because your first-round pick who signed today means nothing it's to useless. this team. It's a useless right. pick. Yeah, I know. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? we got four quarterbacks. That's what, that's what I think about the roster. Well, that's pretty goddamn dumb. <laughs> Those are the, don't they have five? Don't they have Detmer? Do I hope so. I, thought they'd yeah, I, don't, I don't know. No, do they they have, don't, I they think don't they got five. rid of Detmer. Just they even wouldn't. because he was holding, I think he's gone. They don't I can check for you right now. Let me double check. Dude, the roster, of course, a lot of question marks. If these guys are getting drafted in the first round. But this is what you got. This is what Detmer's you got, down. though. Right? right. So you have this to work with. Right. That's what I'm saying. You have Bunkley. You have McDougal. McDougal. You have Patterson. Like These are the guys that they drafted that said, hey, they're going to step in. They're going to be the ones that we need to start playing. And okay. they're not rookies anymore. They're not. There's no. There's no excuses. I understand. But I they haven't well. performed earlier in their careers, so I don't know uh, what's going to happen. And I don't really think the coaches know yet. Right. Well, because they really coaches, don't know. The coaches better know, guys. I mean, they know. They know they picked them. They know they're paying them, but they don't know their full potential. And I think this year is going to make or break a lot of a lot of people's careers as an eagle. Well, that's true. I think I just think they're going to have a tough time, a tough season this year. Eight and eight, maybe. I'm going for. It. I still like the outside. I mean, if you're thinking about the ends, if you're going around, you have Howard, you have Curse. You're going to go in the back. You have Shepard. You have Brown. You got Dawkins. If it's Considine, I, 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 li- I like the linebacking core. I like the linebacking core a lot. The whole oh, you do be- like the linebacking core. Even I, I do know. like the linebacking core because of Takeo Spikes. I like I like Takeo Spikes. I like the addition. He is he's a Ball breaker, man. He's a rough and tough guy. Right. Um, I'm leery to see if Curse can do all year. I right. mean, he has a lot of injuries. I mean, Ken Javon, we're talking about Javon Curse. We we you know, we we laughed about it earlier about six eight games a year. If he doesn't, if he goes down, that's trouble. He's just be he's just retire because he can't that's finish a full start, season. That's what's going to start having McNabb. If you keep getting hurt, exactly, you can't keep playing. And you know, history. Tells you what happens with the. It doesn't matter what who, what guy you're talking about. Right. This is every guy, all these guys on every team since forever. You, this happens to everybody. We're talking about these 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 guys on the Eagles because they're our guys, and we don't want them to get hurt. But they get hurt again. That's just what happens, and it happens in the NFL, and it happens every single year. And you know that's why I get real leery. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Very well. A lot of well question put. marks, though. A lot of question marks. A lot, a lot of question, of question marks. marks. Between 
What do you um, think, Dave? What do you think about the roster this year? I don't see any improvement other than Takeda Spikes, and I, I see a team that lost a whole lot of games last year. Even though they didn't have a, a quarterback, who knows if they're going to have a quarterback this year? Who knows what he's going to do this year? I mean, he, he can be an all-pro. He can get hurt. If he gets hurt, that's a whole different story. We can't bank on him getting hurt. I mean, this is who you got. You got McNabb. You got Westbrook. You got you lost your star wide receiver last year for Kevin Curtis, a number three man in St. Louis. But as you're saying, your star wide receiver, remember, he was hurt last year, too. He missed games. And, he's Reggie, o- and he always missed games. Right. He's always hurt every year. Reggie Brown had more touchdowns last year. Okay. But if you're, if you're, if you believe Reggie Brown is going to come up and be a, a number one, we talk about that every year. Right. He's the number two, wants to be the number one every year, but he's just not a number one receiver. Because he's not good one. enough. He doesn't have the height. He, he can't catch the long Dante ball. Dante Stallworth didn't have the height. Dante Stallworth was tall, taller than Reggie Brown. I would have to see that. I would like to see their height. Dante Stallworth is a small guy. But he could catch the ball, and he could go deep. Right. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about guys catching the ball. I'm worried about Reggie Brown and Hank Basket and Kevin Curtis and L.J. Smith. Yeah, I mean, we do have Kevin Curtis. We've got L.J. Smith, who's never happy, though, every year because he's complaining he's not getting the ball enough. Right. I don't know what's going to happen with I don't that. know, man. I think it's going to be he's Westbrook. He's got great hands. I love L.J. Smith. It's going to be Westbrook, Westbrook, and then a third and six. A whole well, lot you of You don't sound very confident. A whole lot man. of third and sixes. I don't feel confident, Okay, guys. so you, do you think there's a lot of holes as well, then? All right, you, make a, you guys make a good point. If they, they went to the second round of playoffs, gave us all something to root for. Hooray, and then we'll wait for next year. Hooray! <laughs> 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 whoop the goddamn do. Let's wait till after preseason. I'm excited though. I'm real excited. Just, you know, I want Donovan McNabb to do well. I'm sure he will. Um, the, the the firings or not the firings, but the letting go of the players that we talked about on the defensive side needed to be done. And uh, uh, McNabb, um, Andy Reid addressed it, and that's all he can say. He's trying now. He's trying to just move some people around, and he's he's banking on these young bucks as well. He should. I like going to the young bucks. Me too. I know they're question marks, but they were drafted for a reason. Right. On to the pear face post of the week. The dude's like out of control. We don't Which have one? Pear face or big blue? The Jared Gaithier post yeah. is ridiculous. They're going nuts. It is ridiculous, but if you're into football, guys, it's a place to, it's excellent, excellent reading. It is. I want to talk about the, the Talk Sixers forum got a little bit of action. This, Why would you write something yourself? No, because I don't, I know it's, it's had cobwebs on it for a long time because it's, Sixers are in our bag, but the Tim Donaghy thing has got people in an uproar. And Strongside Blitz had to write something. And here he is. I'm sure everyone has heard about this class act from, capitalize, Delco PA. As if the NBA wasn't bad enough product already with its lack of fundamentals and ridiculously guaranteed contracts. If the Sixers aren't competitive, I don't watch the NBA. It's just a bad product. So Pearface was a little pissed off at Strong Side Blitz. Because Pearface comes in and goes, Donaghy is scum. He turned out in a Gambino audio tape. Where is that upstanding family based out of? Strong Side Blitz said, Why you gotta personally attack me, man? I'm just trying to start a little topic and get you know, get our get our situation started. You know how we like to go. And he goes, I wasn't taking a shot at the at the area. And Pearface wrote, Why the caps then? And that's a good point. Why did he capitalize Delco PA? And this is what some New York fan, this is what he says. Delco just looks better than Delco. He literally Delco writes, in Delco in caps looks just, look, just looks better than Delco in uncaps. I didn't feel like typing out Delaware County, Pennsylvania. 
Once again, I was not taking a shot at the area. Wasn't sure if everyone knew that was where he was from. It's completely embarrassing that he's from the Philadelphia area. If I wanted to take a shot at the Philadelphia area, I would have posted Bill Burr's Tweeter Center performance. Whatever that means. Bill Burr is a comedian. He's a uh, red-haired Irish guy. He has an HBO comedy special. I don't know what he said, right. but... And this is where the post goes downhill. Paraphrase says, ah, the Traveling Virus Tour. I was at that show. You going this year? Yeah. And the rest of the post talks about some stump comedy hour, half-hour comedy hey, hour. Hey, do you want to go with me? Yeah. Like, these guys are sworn enemies. Yeah. Ha, ha, I wore ha, my ha. New York Giants hat. Yeah. You can wear your Eagles hat. So the whole point about me bringing this as the post of the week, guys, is that if these two start getting along, uh-huh. I'm shutting the forums down. <laughs> i tell you what, though. Delco, I lived in Delco for five years. I went throughout the whole county and did a lot of things. What'd you do? Drugs. <laughs> Drugs and drinking, <laughs> goddammit. No doubt. So That's why I'm not in Delco anymore. That was the Paraphrase Post of the Week. A difficult one at best to read because I don't like those two agreeing about anything ever. Sometimes it does happen on the forums and then it just then chills down my spine. Then somebody will say something stupid about the other person and it'll all work out. I saw so, Carrot Top. I saw Carrot Top, too. Yeah. Carrot Top's not funny. Yes, he is. No, he's not. <laughs> you know what I actually thought I'm was I'm not a problem funny? comic fan. They're talking about injuries to McNabb, and someone said, oh, yeah, you know, McNabb's going to be hurt. I think uh, five Super Bowl rings said, oh, yeah, what kind of injury he's going to have? And someone's like, oh, you have an injured finger, you know, in February, a ring finger. And uh, nice. five Super Bowl ring goes, what's he getting married? <laughs> <laughs> not cool at all. I thought that was a good one, though. That was a good one. Not cool at all. Gentlemen, parting shots. Um, with steroids going on in baseball, gambling with the ref in basketball. I mean, there's gambling in hockey with Tockett last year. And Vic. Vic in football. Are we in the darkest ages right now of sports? I don't, sports? See, like I don't see any way out of it, Dave. I think totally are in the dark. It's like every sport. We keep saying how great these athletes are, but they are keep they? going. And then did you hear uh, Iverson? Yeah, he's still the week. Defending yeah. All, yeah, Keep your head up, brother. Board. And it's like. He's just kind of digging himself in a, a bigger hole, like just coming out saying goofy things instead of just, you know Stay what, man, I know we're from Virginia. Let's just wait and see what happens. I think there. I think it's real. I think the most disgusting thing I heard about this whole thing, and the, the first point I have to bring up is whenever my son's like watching Pokemon early in the morning, I come in and I say, let's watch Sports Center. He goes, okay, let's watch Sports Center. But I can't turn Sports Center on without hearing about Vic, hearing about um, the steroid accusations, and hearing about now this Game NBA one. gambling thing. And or who's hot or not? Sports Center. Sports Center stinks. I just saw. I watched Sports Center the other day. It was 15 minutes of Adam Sandler plugging his movie <laughs> regarding hot or not, and not even athletes. Absolutely ridiculous, dude. This show hot or sucks. Not so stupid. I think we're lucky because we have Comcast Sports Rise. But that's a nice half-hour show that just boom gives me everything I, I need. I agree. I watch it all the time. I tell you what, Sports Center is just not a show that I watch anymore. I used to be able to watch Sports Center and just leave it on for hours and just watch it over and over yeah. again. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, now it's an hour and a half show. That was the first point I want to make. The second point I want to make is Al Sharpton came out of the Woolworth today. I don't know if you guys know about this, he about the Michael, Michael Vick thing. He sh- and he wrote this um, press release, and it said, we think he was with the animal rights person, and he was with Russell Simmons, and he said, we think that it's deplorable that people would be involved in such horrid acts towards animals. And in the next paragraph, he said... Although Michael Vick has not been convicted of anything, we would like to make it known that we are against any of this actions. But this is the same cat that went down oh. to Duke University and proclaimed those dudes who allegedly raped that girl as just 
the devil. Yeah. So I want to point that out, how much, uh, how he deserves zero credibility. I mean, zero. When you hear Al Sharpton speak on any television program, turn it right off. He's a, he's a bum, stone bum. We keep talking about, wow, is this guy going to be a Hall of Famer? Like, we get to watch all these great players and what's going on. But it always seems like there's some kind of dark cloud ho- over any of the sports we like. It doesn't matter what sport we're talking about. The top four. I totally agree. It's, it's, not, it's not fun anymore, man. I mean, baseball's fun to watch because the Phillies are winning, but I don't really give a crap about Barry Bonds, and nobody else really does. When he hits those home runs, everybody's going to go crazy, and then he's number one, and the question not marks. Long. Well, yeah, and then not for long. It's just, He's going to be beat out. Easily, easily. Maybe in a rise in a Philly uniform. I tell you what, if they ever wanted to say, if you ever want to seriously break Barry Bonds' record, if that's one of your goals, come to Citizens Bank Park. We really? can almost guarantee it. You'll play eighty whatever, eighty-two games in Citizens Bank, eighty-one games in Citizens Bank Park. You'll hit a lot of home runs. You money fire off. I will, on a lighter note, gentlemen. Um, I want to talk about our friends. Uh, Friends lift right on the side of our website. We have a, you know, friends of phillysportscast.com. Absolutely. And uh, our buddy, uh, one of our musicians, Joe Thalman. Well, Thalman opens a, opens a show every week. He yep. opened it tonight. Opens a show every week, and uh, he's coming out with a new record. Uh, I think his record release is going to be on the 4th of August. Smash Saturday, by the way. I think we have our MySpace account on the, his MySpace account on the right-hand side. Definitely, guys, check that out. He's really, really talented. We don't link to his MySpace account. I think we link to JoeThalman.com, but I'll definitely do that. This week, because it's got uh, three new singles from his new album, so it's pretty cool. Sounds great, yeah. And also, um, our another, another friend of the show, uh, the band's called The Lean. Uh, we're, they're going to be on the site on the bottom right-hand corner as well by the Friends area. Uh, they're playing Philly Funk Live in uh, September 22nd down in Philly, so definitely check them out. And, um, you know, it's all about it's all about friends, and it's all about fun, and we try to have fun at phillysportscast.com. Sounds like E-Money got a couple free cool ones over the weekend. Yeah, who's the lean? Uh, the lean is a ba- another friend of mine. Hey, I, it's what are you talking about? This is uh, Thalman we're talking Dave, about. Dave, you know the lean. Sizzling. <laughs> the last time I heard lean was uh, when someone said, Dave, you're not lean. Yeah, you are not lean. Okay, back to a sour note, Dave. I want to bring it down real quick. <laughs> Um, somebody who knows about video games like I do knows about certain <laughs> things, and I just want to bring this up. I knew this for a while, but I didn't want to. Ma- I didn't really mention it because I didn't give it any credibility until Sports Illustrated wrote about it this week. 2K Games, 2K Sports, released a game called All Pro Football 2008. It's, it's a good game. It, I recommend anybody who likes football and the older um, guys, John Elway and so forth. I saw that. I was up at a uh, GameStop the other day, and they had Elway, Rice. And someone else. I think it's Barry Sanders. Yeah, Barry Sanders. Yeah. And one picture had like Dan Marino handing off to Peyton or whatever. It's it's a it's a it's a terrific game. Sounds like an awesome game. Yeah. Fun and they do a great job graphically and gameplay. I mean, it's it's based by it's created by the guys uh, called Visual Concepts that created from the get go all the 2K sports lines where it was. And remember NFL right. 2K7 and, and, and all the baseball that. games. That yeah, was 2K, do yeah. some great stuff. And hockey is one of the. It's probably better yeah. than the is than EA hockey. That's now. probably the one that is better. Yeah. So let me just throw this one at you. O.J. Simpson is a character in that game, and his team that he starts is no is called the Assassins. No way, dude. Yeah, and I just want to say real quick, it was written in Sports Illustrated this weekend. It's very important. There's nothing funny about double murder, and enough. I don't even think it's funny. I think that it's like tongue in cheek. There's nothing tongue in cheek about double murder, and I think it's deplorable that that stuff went on. So if anybody's listening from 2K, don't buy the game. I guess bullshit. Buy the game. It's a good game. You can not use O.J. Simpson or rename you the assassins. You can use O.J. Simpson. That's fine. 
You know what I mean? If you're playing, but does OJ Simpson make money when you buy the game because he's in the game? I'm sure he. No, no, they probably license it from the Players Association, which probably feeds his pension. Right. So yeah, he probably makes. He is making something. Yeah, I want to just stress though. I mean, he could be on any other team. He doesn't have to be put on an assass- a, a team called the Assassin. Oh, it's, that was dumb. It's it's a terrible sense. like joke. It doesn't even do anything to help the game. It only hurts the game. When SI writes about it, that's just tough bananas for the team. I, Dude, that's not good press at all. No, it's not at all. Okay. that's I think that's pulling an all-nighter and someone going, yeah, right. that's going to be good. That's going to be our, our, our little click there. Everyone's going to like that. I think they tried well, to put him on a, a team called the Ass-Ass, and, <laughs> and then they just wrote the rest of Assassin's Ass. Somebody thought it was a typo, but they meant Ass-Ass. Well, there is no bad publicity, I guess, right? Nope. Just, hey, hey. Right, we just talked about their game. There's no bad publicity. There's that only double murders. Yeah. Well, two less people now. <laughs> Awful. Good night. Good night, everybody.